Hey guys, just before we get started, we want to give a quick content warning as this episode includes mention of domestic violence, which some listeners may find disturbing. We've included links to some resources if you or anyone you know is experiencing any of the issues mentioned in this episode. Listener discretion is advised. Hey fellow disasters! And welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch! Mm. I'm Naomi. And I'm Wombat. Uh, We are going to touch upon abuse, more specifically about a particular streamer, or well, Twitch streamer. Mm. Um, You're not a huge Twitch fan, to be fair. I don't have a Twitch account or anything. I don't know Twitch. I know of Twitch, I just don't watch twitch yeah i don't watch twitch i watch vods that have been uploaded to youtube because i refuse to get another account the fuck is a vod <laughs> the video the video that they make oh on twitch is that what so it's like called, the stream the stream is is that an actual term like video on demand so for those who aren't twitch watchers like me there's this really big twitch streamer called amaranth Mm. Just to give you an idea of how big she is, she earns like two million a month. That's insane. That is insane. She has Twitch. She has her own OnlyFans. I'm pretty sure she uploads to YouTube as well. But I would say that Twitch is her main source of income, but probably hand in hand with OnlyFans. Mm. Um, so she gained popularity on Twitch. She basically created the meta of the hot tub Twitch streams. Oh yeah, so yeah. She See, I know that. that. I know. Of yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know of stuff that came from Twitch. She did that whole thing, and she's just really gained a lot of popularity. Mm. Um, but something recently happened, and it just brought a lot of things to light. And I think it's a really, I think it's important to talk about. Mm, yeah. So basically, this girl girl woman this woman <laughs> she is known i mean she has an only fan so yeah like yeah yeah you she, can kind of figure out like, like that's the kind of persona she puts yeah on stream yeah. uh she streams like 14 hours a day she ni- like nearly every day that she is... puts in the time yeah yeah so no wonder she's one of the top streamers she mm. is constantly on the platform yeah she's yeah. constantly making content and There was one stream like a few weeks ago now where she midstream put herself on mute Mm. and it was obvious that she was on a phone call. And then I don't know how long after she unmuted herself and it turned out that her husband, which no one knew existed, people were speculating, but they didn't know. Oh, so, okay. Prior to the stream, people thought she was single. Yes, Right. Oh, I thought this, like, it broke out before that. No. So people had been speculating or thinking that she did have a husband, but it was never verified. Right, right, right. And she actually touches on that because she mentioned that she did want to show her husband and show that, Come out publicly. Yeah. But he decided against it or he didn't want to do that because Mm. he thought it would have a negative impact on the business model. Well, yeah, oh yeah. I yeah. mean, it it sucks and it's shitty to say, but like 
I get that because I mean they're banking on her desirability and uh, yeah. you know like not availability but like people like to imagine that they might have a chance that it's kind of like the k-pop idol yeah situation. but the thing is with streams you can donate you can subscribe like you can mm. give subs so you can give money to streamers and that i guess having that closeness and being constantly online almost gives people that feeling of if i give her a little bit more money maybe she'll be into me yeah so yeah. they like i know there are people online who are like that i mm. totally get it you kind of build a relationship by seeing these people constantly i mean yeah it, it is a parasocial relationship because you're constantly seeing them and even the way in which they talk to their subscribers it's so like intimate yeah and like yeah. streaming especially because it's all in real time you mm. are building this like this relationship this rapport with your streamers yeah. and they feel like they're almost invited into your personal space yeah so yeah i i get that i get that yeah i get it too so when she unmuted she was on a call with her husband and dude i am telling you right now he is an abusive piece of shit mm. the he all you hear is him screaming down the phone berating her and he's screaming at her being like it's cr it's actually insane so the reason he goes off on her is because she didn't hear something he said mm. so to make a point of oh she's not listening to me and i'm gonna prove it he says i'm gonna kill your dogs yeah as if that is a completely logical and rational thing to do so you know she has been threatened yeah like she say been, as it is she's he threatened her yeah he threatened he something that she loves yeah and he's like oh this is gonna prove my point mm. what anyway we'll definitely add some clips from the call yeah um just as an fyi because you can make your own decision What are you saying? What the fuck did you just say to me? You want to say it again? Yes. Will you leave? Because then I'll say it ten times. Yeah. I told you. Then just pack up. What are you saying to me? Because I... Are you even listening? You just said something really fucking mean. Oh, yeah, I did. Because you didn't... You, and did you even listen to what I said? What was the condition? I don't remember. Exactly. See, I said, I'm going to let you say what you think you heard. Then, when you're done, I'm going to say what I said. I'm not going to interrupt you, and you're not going to interrupt me. You just... No, let's stop right there. No, no, stop! 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 Why did you say you were going to kill dogs? You're, you're literally doing the thing that you did this morning... Which is you're interrupting what I'm explaining to no, you. No, tell me. That's not acceptable. What do you mean, no? I'm telling you right now. You're interrupting me telling you. Why did you say you were going to kill my dogs? Leave the house. Okay, I can leave the... I, you know what? Actually, I don't... I shouldn't leave the house because my dogs are here. We'll take the dogs and leave. Listening to it is like... It's... It is like insane. Like mm. that like to to I know 
people do act like this. But it's fucking crazy to like actually see it. It's something that you would see almost in, in like a TV show or a movie because it's so extreme. Yeah, it is really extreme. And it's like, I don't even fucking understand what he's saying. And that was like another thing. Like when we were watching it, I was like, to know me, like, this is, this is number one. It's like abuse 101 right like yes he's gaslighting her he is what well, insanely gaslighting her he's threatening her he's emotionally manipulating her by like bringing in things that she cares about yes. like her pets her finances like he is literally like lording all of that over her right and essentially, yeah, just to prove his point, which he didn't really have in the first place, because throughout the whole stream, he's just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He's not making any fucking sense. And you can see she's like, well, as calmly as she can, is trying to like get him to explain what he means. And even he doesn't know what he's fucking no. saying. And that's such a like, that's like classic abuser because yeah. they never they're so what he wanted was a i'm wrong you're right that's what he wanted oh for right. her to say to like yeah to, i'm to, wrong yeah. you're right you know i you're totally right i heard you i just ignored you yeah or, or something to yeah that basically effect. tell him what he wants to hear yeah and it's like crazy because i mean uh going just sort of off on a tangent here but um i mean this is uh another very different situation but it's about domestic violence and abuse but like the whole johnny depp and amber heard situation mm. whatever your stance is on that like whether you're you know oh johnny depp's innocent or amber heard's innocent or they're both as bad as each other like mm. whatever there's so many like recordings that came out during the court case and one thing that i it just kind of brought my mind back to that when I was listening to the Amaranth um, stream. But there's a clip of um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And I think this is like some weird shit that they did in couples therapy where they like record their arguments or some shit. Okay. But he's calmly trying to be like, he's trying to de-escalate the situation. But she's clearly very much trying to like provoke him into a reaction mm. and even like the stuff she says it's like what are you saying you're not making any sense like she'll be like oh i just i just need to know that you're in it like you're not in it and she's like slowly becoming more and more incoherent in incoherent like she's not articulating herself properly because she's so like heated yeah and yeah. like consumed with rage which is yeah, and then you get Johnny Depp's voice on the recording being like, I'm just saying I don't like when you do this. And she's like, well, you clearly don't... Oh, yeah, tell the world, Johnny. And it's just so it's, fucking... It's completely derailing yeah. the purpose of the conversation slash argument yeah. to benefit the person who's antagonizing. Yeah, exactly that. Like, they're, they're trying to make a point, then they have to, like, bring it back, and it's, like, a form of control, right? Yeah, so in that phone call to Amaranth's, uh, well, when Amaranth's husband was talking to her, mm. or screaming at her, I should say, he threatens her. So after the whole, I'll kill your dog thing, yeah, um, 
Which is like, how the fuck do you come back from that? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> how do you? <laughs> but then know. he proceeds to threaten her, threaten to ruin her career mm. by releasing, like he, he starts typing up tweets that will, I don't know, get her canceled, ruin her career. We can use our imagination as to what that would mean and what he would include. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point he says, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go on your Twitter and, and say that, uh, this is Amaranth's husband and she's swatting me. For those of you who don't know, swatting is when you're live streaming and someone like someone online calls in a fake tip and says, oh, they have, I don't know, guns or, or bombs yeah, or something. Yeah, like I'm being held captive. Yeah, so or, yeah. that the SWAT team will infiltrate the house and you can see it live. I fucking hate people it, like Dude, that. it's really, really weird. And there's no penalty for you doing that. Yeah, it's Anyway, insane. so that's what swatting is. And like to obviously make her out to be a bad person. Mm. Um, she then proceeds to, after the phone call is done, proceeds to continue chatting to her stream saying that you know he's broken down doors he's gotten he's basically broken things in their home Mm. um he's never physically i guess abused her but very i would say very close adjacent so i haven't seen the full stream i've only seen sort of i've seen parts yeah yeah but like does he call her midstream he calls her yes. stream, right? Yes. Which is, it's just like, so, I mean, we'll go into this, you know, in a bit um, when we start talking about people's reactions to the whole incident. But it's it's interesting that people would even suggest that it could be um, like staged or yeah. whatever because or like, oh, why are you talking about it now? Why but, are you doing it live on stream? But it's like you have you, a you have an agenda. Yeah, but it's like you literally caught her. Like she, it happened in real time. Like he called her midstream. Also, what would it do for her career? She's already earning two million a month. She's one of the top streamers on the platform. Yeah, if anything, it would. Uh, what like what 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 would it realistically give her? Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, what she's not it, gaining anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to give her more popularity. It's if not anything, going to give her more exposure. Yeah, if anything, it's gonna it it's something that could potentially harm her career. Like yeah. Yeah, she goes around the house being like, yeah, he kicked down this door because I said I was going to call the cops. So I locked myself in this room and he ended up kicking it down, breaking the door. There's no lock on it anymore. And he physically got on top of me to take away my phone so that I couldn't call the cops. Um, oh, This is crazy because it is Abuse 101. But she also says that he has the reason he was able to go on her Twitter and basically threaten her that way with ruining her career mm-hmm. is because he has all her account information. Yeah, that he has control of everything, essentially. That also includes her finances. Mm. So I'm sure that as a married couple, they have joint accounts. But I mean, financial abuse is something that people don't talk about a lot. And yeah. it is such a um, common part of abuse dynamics is that they have this like financial control over you yeah you know they they're in yeah there's like an imbalance they hold all the cards yeah yeah exactly and she goes on to show uh text messages that he sent her so i also want to make a point that 
this woman streams, let's say, 12 to 14 hours a day, mm. nearly every day. Yeah. She's constantly on the platform. That's how she's making her money, yeah? This man, we find out, she says that he's actually the one that makes the schedule. He's the one that plans out the content she's going to make. Mm. He's in control of everything. Yeah. So when she doesn't answer him, when she doesn't say pick up his phone call or answer his texts, he takes that as she's ignoring me and he berates her with hundreds of messages. Yeah, he like properly like just fucking overwhelms her. And she there like she shows these messages and it's dude like I'm it's insane. I'm going to say mm. it. It's insane. It's psycho behavior because mm. he literally starts going on about if you don't answer me in the next 3 minutes, I'm going to donate 250,000 to this sanctuary. And he's like, "Oh, it's gone. You're ruining our finances." I, and he blames it all on her. He's like, oh, another three minutes. If you don't answer my call, next it's time like I'm going to donate 500k. It's like she's being held hostage. Yeah, she is. Like, she has no autonomy. Mm. She she doesn't control what she streams. She doesn't control her time. Yeah. She doesn't control, like, oh, not only that. So, like I said, he plans all her content. She's made it clear now that that isn't the content she wants to make. Yeah. She does it because he basically said, this will be great for us. You know, we're making so much money. Like, you should want to do it for, like, our future, basically. Uh, Funny, because then he just pisses it all away and blames her for it. It's the fact that, yeah, I mean, it's the fact she has no autonomy. She has no agency in what, Mm. how her, she's selling her time herself herself her body online for his benefit yeah he's using her as a cash cow yeah which is like fucking disgusting and then for him oh girl but then because she does only fans there are a lot of people online who hate sex workers let's be real oh yeah it's a thing i mean it's been a thing for the dawn of time exactly (laughs) Uh, turns out she never wanted to do OnlyFans. Mm. It was her husband who pushed her into it to make mm. more money. So not only she is doing everything labor-wise, she is doing she is pushing the cart. Mm. She's doing everything. Mm. What the fuck is he doing besides being an ab- abusive piece of shit? He is doing nothing. He's contributing nothing. And then he is benefiting from that. And he demands her attention as if she's not fucking working nearly constantly for his benefit. So fucking... It's insane. And people online have been giving brain dead takes of like well if you're in a toxic relationship you should just leave you know if he if he was really that abusive you would have left by now how do people still have the fuckery (laughs) the absolute gore the gumption to be making that argument as if domestic abuse is like totally easy to up and leave the fact that he has control of near everything she owns. Yeah. Isn't that enough for you to fathom as as to why she couldn't just up and leave? Right. Like, the fact that it goes into, like, fuck, you know, the emotional and potentially physical aspect of this abuse. But the financial aspect of it is, do people not understand? Again, they're married, yeah? Yes. So... 
that just adds another layer of complexity to the situation because the legal ramifications yeah, of that 100 is so so fucking t- why the fuck do you think abuse victims you know especially when they're you know in marital situations find it incredibly difficult to come out and speak out because hello how can they? How can they when everything is stacked against them? Like, let alone, like... It's even- like, if you're damned, you're damned if you come out and you're damned if you don't. Exactly. Even just a divorce is messy, legally. Mm. Let alone having one person out of the two throwing toys out of the pram like an absolute brain-dead cunt. For you to file for divorce, like two parties need to agree to that. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, then you take them to court and you have to plea your case. And it's just, it's so laborious. And And emotionally draining. Yeah, it's emotionally draining. It's emotionally taxing. Not only that, but to... And financially taxing. Right, That's going to take so much out of you. Imagine financially taxing, right? But he takes all the money. Yeah. Because he'll just close the accounts. It's that sense of, I mean, we talk, we, we, we mentioned like parasocial relationships and this like feeling, this like sense of. They owe me their time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm spending this much time investing in their lives. And money. And, and money. Yeah. So then they i feel entitled to then have a say in whatever the fuck goes on and it's like no you don't you also, don't let's be real they're in front of a camera they're putting on a persona mm. you have no idea i mean obviously we had no idea no one knew she even had a husband people yeah. were speculating but no one knew which just goes to show like right you really don't know what's going and on she behind was, closed doors girl she spent mm-hmm. there was because you can find twitch stats um online and i think last year she spent like 45 or 50 percent of the year streaming fucking insane can you that's that is insane you know what i'd be interested to know um has like twitch as a company have i mean because this is like one of their biggest like the fact that she has such a huge presence and huge following like has twitch come out and spoken a girl no i haven't heard anything from them but the so what's (laughs) even scarier so i got one back to watch the video so towards the end of her stream, mm. so after, you know, she goes around the house, after the phone call, she goes around the house showing damage that he's made, showing texts that he sent her. Mm. She must, she's talking to someone off screen who we can only assume is her assistant. Mm. Mm. And then the door behind her opens. You don't see anyone come through. You just see the door open and the stream goes off. Girl, when I say it looks like a fucking horror film. It was scurry it was and what and then she was like offline for like at least 24 hours people were genuinely worried that she was murdered yeah yeah because like for i don't i don't know this it it goes from zero to 100 real quick because you have this view of this streamer who's extremely successful extremely appears to be really interested in what she's doing yeah is constantly online. Mm. And then from that, you get someone who is breaking down on stream, 
who has someone losing it at her. I mean, it's like a complete, like, the the facade of everything is crumbling down in front of you. Like, it is, I think, like, as a, as a viewer, and especially as someone who, who like, uh, probably um, consumes her content on the regs, like, I... I would be shook. I'd be so scared. I would have, I would have been scared, yeah. I would have been scared because I would have literally been like everything I knew was... A lie. A lie. But equally like, oh my God, I've potentially like contributed to this like ongoing abuse that was happening behind closed doors. Yeah. That's... That for me is like upsetting. Like as a yeah. viewer, I would to then find out what actually happens. Mm. That is so fucking upsetting. Yeah. Like it really is. But thankfully now she's come back to Twitch and you know, she's doing a lot better. It well, funnily enough. So the first stream she did after this whole thing, she posted I think on socials like guys I'm okay kind of thing and it was like, hmm, is that her or is that her yeah, husband? You yeah, know, like yeah, we know yeah. that he has all the account information yeah, now. Yeah. You would kind of find it very, like you wouldn't know what to believe. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so she came on stream after that whole thing and said um, she's seeking legal and emotional like advice and help. Counsel. Yeah, counsel. And he's somewhere else doing the same. Uh, basically, she said that um, this is the first time that he heard himself on a call like that. And yeah, because she is, she had recorded those moments before, but he never agreed to listen to it. Right. And apparently at one point they did go to couples or like marriage counseling mm. or like therapy. And apparently he was getting better, but then she got, you know, she started gaining popularity on Twitch and he started to become a real nasty person again. Mm. and yeah again i think he saw the money and was like no i'm gonna use you to my advantage kind of thing which wouldn't be a surprise but there are there is speculation i mean she says she's good i mean she wore a jumper on that stream and she the one she, where when she first came back after it all happened, yeah right? she was wearing a jumper she was covering herself and that is <clears throat> not a thing that she does mm. and she made a joke being like uh, i can wear clothes again and mm. it's just it even jokes like that is something so little that we take for granted he was completely bulldozing mm. her and mm. telling her what to do in every mm. aspect yeah and just to have that and for her to do streams that she enjoys or whatever like that's great it it's just such it's so much better at least she has her own autonomy again but it does beg the question that considering considering how abusive he was mm. and how controlling mm. i don't know if he's gonna go away that quietly no it take guys this is statistic information i'm about to hit you with it takes domestic vi domestic abuse victims a minimum of seven times of trying to leave to actually leave. Right. Seven times of that's... trying to get out. Girl, that's, come on. And she has tried because she has tried calling the police. They weren't helpful. Mm. You know, she she's obviously it... done things before yeah. to try and get out and mm. it hasn't worked. So... 
you know, I want to be hopeful and say maybe this this is the time where she will fully get out. Maybe they'll get divorced or maybe, you know, they'll go to therapy and he'll sort his shit out. But I mean, how do you... Okay. No, no. I mean, we all know that bad people going to therapy or like abusive people going to therapy means they just learn new vocab to abuse people there. I know that's a thing, but mm. if it works for them, I'd be very happy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting as well. Like, you know, like you said, she's now, now that she has somewhat control of, of herself, you know, as a, as a public figure, mm. her content's different. The way she presents herself is different. Again, like what you see, like you can't take it as face value. Like this, this is not the first instance, nor will it be the last of where I think whatever you're like, the content that you consume or the people that you see online or whatever, you have no fucking clue what's going on. Do you know what Mm. I mean? And like, sometimes that is a a tough pill to swallow. Cause I do think that like, as a viewer, you do feel that sense of entitlement. Like, I'm not gonna lie, yeah? Like, back in the YouTube years, <laughs> when, like, you know, people like Dan and Phil and- Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, God, I can't even remember half of the people I used to watch, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, early 2000s. Early 2000s, <laughs> like, everyone was like, oh my God, uh. um, And people genuinely, like, the way they talked about these- but like even sometimes I catch myself doing it to this day. Like I watch like um I don't watch a lot of YouTubers like um religiously as I did when I was like a teenager. Yeah. But I do find myself like coming back to to certain YouTubers. So like Kurt's Connor. Yeah. Um Dylan is in trouble or Dylan's not in trouble. And uh, like a number of people. But like, even when I talk about them, I'm like, oh my God, did you see that Kurt has got married? And it's like, <laughs> literally like, I like the fact that I'm talking about someone I know. And yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know him. I don't know what's going on in his life. <laughs> or like, sometimes me and like my cousin, we'd be watching Dylan's Not In Trouble and we'll be like, oh my God, he's so funny. I feel like we would get on because our humor <laughs> is just so similar. But th- th- it is like, this is a persona. This is like a very, very small fraction exactly. of a person, right? Yeah. What they present to us, even like us too, like as candid as we can be on this podcast, there's so much shit that we don't say, right? Yeah, of course. And there's only so much, you know, we want to talk about and, you know, and like people who don't know us personally will have a perception of us and think they might think like, oh, wow, they're so open. But it's like, yeah, we're open about the shit we want to be open about. Exactly. Exactly. I'm here for the lols only. (laughs) I'm not here for anything else. Yeah, I think. From my point of view, I think it's a lot easier to sort of have that barrier or boundary with celebrities because they are so, they are so far away from us. Yeah, I think before back in 
back in the days when like everything was in like tabloids yeah yeah i mean to an extent though like social media kind of gives you that proximity to 100 celebrities now so they're not as far removed but yeah but i still think there's that idea of like celebrities because they have such unlimited wealth it's on another scale that we Mm. can't comprehend Mm. it's almost easier to sort of oh let them live behind their mansion doors yeah whereas if you were to engage with someone regularly online Mm -mm. say through twitch like you can speak to these people you will type something and they can respond to you yeah like i think that's a it's way more intimate oh hundred oh yeah yeah but so i'm just gonna bring it back to amaranth because this is I think this opens up a different kind of conversation. Mm. So I know that there are people that hate sex workers, right? Mm. But after this whole thing came out, Mm. you find out that it was her husband's idea and that she didn't really want to do OnlyFans. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So considering she didn't want to do it, Mm. was her... Can we see it? Can we contextualize this as almost as pimping? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's cyber pimping. Which makes it way more nefarious and, like, scary. Yes, because how are you supposed to gatekeep Mm. the bad ones? How are you supposed to gatekeep that? How are you supposed to protect people? Because after this came out and I learned about the OnlyFans, you know, thing that she didn't want to do it, Mm. it immediately got me thinking of, like, oh my God, what about like girls who are underage, Mm. but people have set up accounts Mm, mm. to say, I don't know, sending fake IDs and to prove that they're of age or- I mean, not to, I mean, yeah. Like how do you as a, firstly, as a platform that I I think like for, for people who don't, know a lot about OnlyFans or they only know about it because it's like oh yeah you sell feet pics Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's all you know about OnlyFans I think like it's really important to say that the well at least how it was how it first came about and the original intention or its its main user base were obviously sex workers but it kind of gave that sense of control that autonomy back to sex workers because obviously like the sex work industry whatever your stance is on that like wherever you stand on that it like people do it for very different reasons and Mm. i'm not gonna sit here and judge anyone for what they choose to do exactly but it also is an industry that is notorious for exploiting women Mm, yes. and also you know not protecting the the people involved mm, yeah. because like sex work i mean i didn't know a lot about i don't i don't know the ins and outs of sex work i know the, the very basic things yeah you know? i'm not in it so i don't i yeah. don't really know i don't know a lot yeah but i have a friend who used to do sex work mm and she like kind of told me a lot more about the kind of the way it works the day to day and what shocked me 
And I don't know why it did, because obviously they wouldn't. But the fact that sex workers don't have protection for, they don't have any rights, number oh, one. Oh, yes, that's... That's, yeah. that's what I meant to say, is they don't have any legal rights. No, like, nothing can protect them. Um, uh, historically... Uh, known to be disregarded in uh, like police cases. Oh, still to this day. To this day, yes. Which is another thing. Like it adds another kind of whole side to this domestic violence conversation because some people will say, if you're a sex worker, oh, but like, then why did you want? It? Why did you do it if you didn't want to be like mistreated? What kind of brain dead take is that? Yeah, what kind of hot take is that? Like what? That's not a take at it's, all. It, it's that's, like you're trying to justify because you don't like that person doing what they're doing. They deserve to be maltreated. Yeah. Like I how mean, does you that You know what sense? that gives me? It very much gives me, oh, why were you dressed like that if you didn't want that kind of attention? Do you know what I mean? That's what it's giving me. There are people that still believe that. Oh, honey. Hundred percent. Yes, obviously, because people are nasty and they don't understand. And they don't think anything beyond their perfect little bubble, which is ridiculous. But also, like, so going back to the OnlyFans thing, you know, the fact that it started out as a way to empower sex workers, yeah. or at least many sex workers felt empowered yeah, by using it was, the platform. I remember when it first hit the scene, like online and people, so many people were talking about it and it was a really, really positive thing. Yeah. And loads of sex workers were finally getting paid what they deserved and, yeah. you know, everything was on their terms. Yeah. So it was it was really, really great to see. Um, and I remember there was that point that OnlyFans wants to become more family friendly, like family friendly and not just do uh like you know sex work stuff which obviously didn't work out they went straight back to that mm. sort of agenda. it's like when tumblr banned porn from their, their <laughs> yeah. like platform and then they realized that like everyone went to twitter or elsewhere and then they're like oh well fuck yeah <laughs> it's like girl you're only fans don't try and be patreon you know? yeah oh we, my god we already have a patreon you're making bad like people who are you know who are on only fans and who have made only fans you guys know your demographic. Yeah. Stick with Stick it. Stick with it. Like, so, you know, we've seen the jokes about people being like, oh, fuck, I don't, I'm just going to quit my job and sell feet pics on OnlyFans. And it's like, <laughs> or like celebrities going on it and being like, yeah. mm. and then it's like, okay, it might be just another social network platform for you, but for other people, it's like a genuine source of income. It's their livelihood. It is their lifeline, right? And like, and just because you don't like it doesn't mean you should try and close it down. Yeah, because if you don't like it, don't fucking go on OnlyFans then. <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's alternatives, my G. But yeah, like, why are you fucking gatekeeping? If you don't want to, if you don't agree with something, who is fucking forcing you to go on the platform? Mm. Who is forcing you to interact with these people, right? Mm. Like, it's mm. not like it's being you're getting target advertising <laughs> yeah it's not instagram it's not facebook so what the fuck are you on about you're yeah. clearly on there just to start shit like <laughs> shut the fuck up and like um i think what you know now because of this this situation like the conversation that it kind of opens up is how do we know that the people who are on there are a there for 
you know, they're they're there because they want to be there. Mm. And they're not being abused. And or forced into it. Forced into it. Like, I mean, I was telling Nomi, like, you can literally just go on Tinder or whatever, any dating app and lie about your age. So how can you ensure that you're protecting the people that are on your on that platform because i mean you know a large criticism of the porn industry mm. is you know the exploitation of women and children and the yeah. fact that children you know an unfortunate reality is that there are children who are then trafficked yeah and then forced into doing stuff and then that shit is shared online and people consume it. Mm. So like, what's to stop people from using OnlyFans to do that? Yeah. What what kind of regulations, what kind of, you know, um, community guidelines are put in place <laughs> for that? And how, how effectively you, are yeah. they enforced? Yeah. It's kind of, it's really scary because now it... It put a really bad taste in my mouth because I... Her phrasing. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've been watching a lot of Archer recently. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it just made me feel... It, it really made me rethink a lot of things because mm. I really thought this was like an empowering movement. And mm. I was like, yes, power to women, power to like whatever you want to do. And now I'm like, shit, I didn't think that this could be well, this could be a thing. I think what the Amaranth situation has really shone a light on is, I mean, we've been saying it like repetitively, but like you have, you don't know and you have no idea the content, what you're consuming, like the actual, what goes on, what what it takes to get that content. Mm. And I think that's the scary reality is like stuff like um, OnlyFans, I think it's almost made, and I, I feel bad to say it because I know people still view it as like a, a you know, it's their life. liberating. Yeah, or know. it's their livelihood, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to start a smear campaign, which means that no, other people no. lose out. But it does also, it. I feel like it's made sex work or the industry like way more, scary and dangerous because social media it's there forever and it's like it makes it so much more harder to control yeah and it again it's you so much easier to lie yeah but also you can't control who sees it and mm. it's just like i feel like on one side yeah like only fans as a platform might have been um liberating and you know empowering but on the other hand it means that it gives way to it being exploited a lot more and yeah. it's like a lot harder to to control and i think that's yeah fucking frightening the thought of dude there are so many layers it's actually scary it is like the more we talk about it the more i'm like i don't trust reality <laughs> like everything is bad everything is bad i'm a bad person um yeah it's an interesting conversation to have and i think it's important so i that think it's a very important conversation to have and i think it's also one that we shouldn't ignore or like brush off like i think it's a lot more common than we like to believe it is yeah 
I think I, you know, it's not something you think about on a day-to-day, is it? Yeah, because why would you? Exactly. If it doesn't affect you directly, why the fuck would you? Mm. But yeah, man, that was another episode of Really Bitch. Um, I think, like we said, like, it's something, it's a conversation that we should be having and we really should stop turning a blind eye to mm. to incidents like this because, like we said... It's not the first time it's happened. It's not going to be the last. Um, oh, for sure. But yeah, join us next week to listen to what has us saying, really, bitch. Bye. Bitch. Bitch. know what her OnlyFans looks like. Maybe she's spreading her ass cheeks to show her booty hole and shit like that. I don't know, okay? <laughs> but you know what people do at sex work, innit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs>